1: I think that it's just going to depend on how aggressively they want to move, the how aggressively and what they want to do to, you know, look at their future. I don't want to make a comment one way or the other until the Combine. I'd like to see what CJ Stroud's numbers look like versus Bryce Young's because that's kind of, you know, that's kind of the big two.
0: Alexa Ross, CBS, Indianapolis, on WGR earlier today. The Colts have the fourth pick and will pick a quarterback for sure. That's tricky. I want to talk about that later or every day until there's a trade because, like, Houston is also a team that's, like, sitting there for somebody, but the Bears have, like, this power over them. And, like, the Bears aren't expected to pick a quarterback, but – you know,
2: Houston's going to have to decide if it wants to trade up one spot, right? To so because they might have their eye on a guy, and somebody could move into Chicago's spot, and then they don't get their guy. So if they really, you know, if there's a big difference in their minds between the top two quarterbacks, they might want to pay a premium to move up one stinking spot.
0: And that doesn't feel good. You know, that's the Trubisky trade. Moving yeah. up one spot feels like, oh, am I falling for something here? Am I a sucker? Like they're not really going to pick. But they, but they will trade the pick to someone else. So you kinda, should. I think Houston kind of has to do it if they have a preference. Maybe they shouldn't really have a preference and be happy either way. But most teams don't operate like that. So they are in a little bit of a pickle. On the line yeah. now, yes?
2: No, go ahead. The, I go ahead.
0: Okay. The host of <laughs> BetMGM tonight, Odyssey Sports betting insider Trista Crick. Insider Calls presented by BetMGM. Go check out all of the latest lines today on the BetMGM app. Also, be sure to check out the BetMGM Tonight podcast for more of Trista's analysis. Just search BetMGM wherever you find your podcasts. Breaking news, is Trista ready to talk about, I, I hope, making what she, I believe, is calling the best bet of her life?
1: The best bet of my life, guys. It's best bets. Like, it's a combo. It gets even more exponentially difficult to make the first one and the second one, and get them both correct. It's it's going to be what I stand on when people ask me, and they always do, what's the most impressive thing you've ever bet? What's the biggest long shot you've ever bet? And, and I will say for the rest of my life, because I stood 10 toes down on it, and I was the only one, the only one to bet this and give it out. Everybody called me crazy. It was Rihanna's first song, Bitch, better have my money. Rihanna, last song, Diamonds. Plus twelve hundred, plus eight hundred. Parlay? Uh, no, you couldn't do that offshore. But oh. each individual, yes, yeah, so it would have been both great.
0: One, both great.
1: Both, both, great. And the handicap was perfect. It was not even a guess. It was what is I came and and looked at her entire discography, and the breakdown was as follows what is going to be able to be from the beginning of the song instantly recognizable to know what's coming but also a very hard beat that gets the crowd going immediately. That's Bitch Better Have My Money. Plus, the NFL did not pay her and I think Rihanna took a little bit of offense to that. On top of that, Beyonce announced her tour right in the middle of her shine. Just made perfect sense. Also, Shine Bright Like a Diamond, one of those songs you put your cell phone up to. It's got that very like echoey, distant song which felt to me very much like the perfect close. Everyone brings their cell phones out. Can only be the close. And you know what? Rihanna thought the exact same I did.
2: I love you digging in and doing the work on one of your favorite artists for a thing like this. I, I people that I, I that I, you know, I'm very familiar with their catalogs have played this performance and I've never come close to nailing it. Uh, I've never bet on it, but I've, I've guessed at it and I've, I've never, I've never gotten it. So that's, that's a, and the first and the last are like, that's the, you know, the, the middle of the show is time. It's a medley of new stuff. Maybe I I don't even, I don't even know if that happened on Sunday. I didn't really see the show, but the nailing the, the, the the opener and the closer is, is, is great. It was a great job. Hold
1: up. Hold up. Hold up. You say you didn't see the show.
2: I, I I I saw the end. I we we were hosting. I was running around. It just it, it just wasn't logistically possible for me to sit. I mean, I could have, but I had I had things to do.
1: Wow, you got to go back. You got to go back and see it.
2: <laughs> Apple TV
0: has Apple TV has it. Bulldog, you can watch it tonight. Wow,
1: I, yeah. right. that is incredible, man. I wouldn't have missed that for the world. I love Rihanna so much. I actually feel like Rihanna is maybe the closest human being, her soul, to me. So, like, I was never going to miss that at all. That's no, I well, I
2: understand. You put it that way. I mean, for sure. If if someone who was that for me was performing, most of the people that I feel that way about are dead. Uh, so it's not likely to happen. Uh, so, yeah, you know, definitely. I mean, you know, don't don't miss that. Who
1: are those people for you?
2: Oh, Joe Strummer, Johnny Cash, uh, to name two, uh, who I was thinking of when I said that. I, guess.
0: I go Peeble Bryson here. Who, who is that for you? Peebo Bryson, uh, Jeffrey Osborne. You can't trust him, Trista, with something like this. Ozzy
1: Osborne feels
0: like choke to me. No way. Not even a little bit. <laughs> I, I'm I, uh, not now. Not now. Not now. We'll talk about this another time. You know
2: what? I've always wondered about this. I, I saw somebody make this point on Twitter, maybe on Saturday, Trista, and you said it was offshore. There are people who know what songs are going to be performed not just the, the performer herself i mean light people yep. stage hands like sound check there's there, unless that's all kept under I, how in the world is that eligible to be gambled on because there are people who know what songs are going to be played
1: they pull it pretty close to the day so they keep it mm. pretty under wraps, pretty much under wraps until you know the day of super bowl you can't really bet it on the day but okay. when it came out i believe it was tuesday either monday or tuesday uh, that was when those odds went up, and we we gave them out.
0: Gotcha. When they go more toward yacht rock at Super Bowl halftime, I'm all over it. Otherwise, I'm probably walking around the house like like Chris did. Well, I think
2: they've done a great job with with it because like I did not enjoy. I love Bruce Springsteen, Trista. I did not enjoy them playing Super Bowl halftime. Um, I grew up loving the Who and their performance. That whenever that was, how many years ago, made me actually sad because I thought it was so bad. Um, so I'm cool. Like, if it's not my not my jam, just give me a performance, right? Like give me all the stuff. And I think they're doing that, and I think that's the way to go. I, I hope the days of like the classic, you know, dad rock groups playing there um are over because i think the big the big grandiose thing is is the way to go.
0: Weekend was great, right? When was that? Last yeah. couple years ago?
2: That was yeah, 2 was, years ago i think, yeah.
1: 2 years ago, yeah. I think also what's very clear is that hip hop's the number one genre in the world, so that's what they're going to go towards more and more. So that includes R&B of course.
2: Right, that thing last year with Snoop and every that that was awesome. Yeah,
1: it was.
0: Eminem. Didn't
1: love the 50 yep. Cent upside down, you know, dad bod. Didn't love that. I uh, thought it was clever. But I thought maybe he got told a little too last minute that he was going to be doing that, if you know what I'm saying.
0: Well, congratulations, uh, Trista. How about the game? Did you do okay on the game?
1: I got Jalen Hurts' first T V, which helped a lot.
0: Nice. There was an overturned touchdown right in front of it. Gainwell. So that was good. It's good to win that way.
1: That would have hurt me. Boston Scott... um, he almost got in the first touchdown. He ended up getting stuffed. That yep. would have really made the night better. I had game or I had, uh Hertz, Kelsey, and Boston Scott all to get in the end zone. Parlay. That was twenty to one. So I only got two of the three, which was not great. One yard not short the Anytime time touchdown. Had a nice little parlay with uh Gainwell over yards, um, Travis Kelsey to score. And Jalen Hurts over 275 passing yards, which was one hell of a bet, I'm going to say. Yeah. And I, I, uh, that was bold, I would say. Yes. So other than that, I was, I was kind of a little bit off. Pacheco went crazy. I thought he wouldn't get uh, very many yards at all. He was obviously integral to their offense. And then I thought Miles Sanders would do more. It was very clear that field, he almost fumbled, right? Fumbled out of the end zone the first play. I knew it was going to be a hard day for mm-hmm.
0: him. That's right. So now, I mean, we're talking a little bit about this because the bills are up there in the odds again, uh, like futures for next year. And I don't know, like, you can do that in the summer and still make this point, but it's a long time to be without your money. Like, if I want to bet the bills to win the Super Bowl next year, it's going to be a year before, at best, I can I can collect it. Do you have any sort of philosophy on futures bets? Like, a good, a good deal that you perceive to be a good deal is a good deal, so maybe you know, how much, how many months away you would be from winning is kind of irrelevant, or how do you look at it?
1: I think for me, too, I want to know what the rosters are going to look like, right? So, I'm not making any I'm not making any bets on futures until probably we get a sense training camp. We don't know who's moving where. There's quarterbacks changing teams. Uh, There's going to obviously be some free agency stuff that happens, draft. That changes a lot, especially with with the uh, division winners, with Super Bowl, yep. I'm gonna need, uh, and you guys know how much I love the Bills. Uh, I've been backing you guys for years now. Now I'm a, I'm a, like a bona fide. Uh, that's my AFC team now. And there just needs to be more. There just needs more. It's very clear that you're gonna need more than Gabe Davis. It's very clear that you're gonna need more on the defensive side of the ball. What's up with Jordan Poyer? Uh, Is he going to stay? I don't think so, right? I mean, you guys know more than me on that. What's going to be up with the pass rush? So right now it's going to be hard, and I'm in the moment. I'm firmly in the moment. It's going to be hard for me to bet against the Chiefs as long as Kelsey, Andy Reid, and Pat Mahomes are there with any semblance of a defense.
2: You know, I'm I'm glad we're talking today because at one point this afternoon I was thinking about exactly – uh exactly this as it pertains to the bills division conference make the super bowl or or just the division in the conference uh because obviously winning the conference means you go to the super bowl so you don't have to do that twice but but maybe even still to win the super bowl um and as you're starting to talk there i'm thinking well what could really happen that would change that would that would increase their odds like make them you know less of a favorite and I guess one would be the Jets finding their way to a quarterback because that could impact the division and like yeah. make it harder for the Bills to be, you know, the lock they were last year to win the division. And so maybe the price isn't as good as it's gonna get.
1: Right. No, I think that's right. I think that's right. Especially considering, you know, there's more to come. I, I I only think the price gets worse. I don't think the price gets better in the off season than it does right now. I mean, I, excuse me, I, I think the price only gets better. I don't think it gets worse in the off season,
0: As those moves start to happen. Trista Crick with us yeah. here on the Western Hotline. Mike show and the Bulldogs. So let's talk a little NBA here. This is this keeps happening to me. I think about you, and then I go, let me, let me check it on the Orlando Magic. And I look, and they won. This is last night. I actually had a bet on them last night to win in Chicago, and they did. And then I look at the standings, and it's still the same. I, I, I seem to just be randomly picking the right days to look up the magic when they're coming off a win or something but we're still eight games back there uh are we dead
1: i i mean i think we might be dead i think we might be dead atlanta even though i don't have a ton of faith in them there's just a lot of games to make up that's i think if you're looking at a cash out option you're probably getting like 40 cents or something so we'll just ride this baby out i do think game to game though there is a lot of value to be had on them I had them plus four and a half last night. They won out, right? They're going to beat a lot of teams straight up as four to six, seven-point dogs. I think they beat another good team last week. I had them just in the first quarter. Now, I want to say it was a, a, a playoff-caliber team. I just don't remember who it is off the top of my head. So I think the best way to target the, the Magic really is game to game. Even when they're on the road, this is a tough team. Even on the road, it's not like just home home games that you're going to look to target them. So I think that's the best way to get our money back here.
2: How much did everything that happened last week, um, you know, Durant, Kyrie Irving, uh, other trades? How impactful was was any of that stuff?
1: I think the Durant trade was very impactful. I gave out before the trade. I said, listen. I don't know what you think about Phoenix, and they haven't been great, but they have been very injured, and they're still right kind of in the mix. They were plus 850 to win the West at that point, point. and now they're plus 425 to, or plus 500, wherever you're looking, to win it all, right? So it changed things a lot for the Suns. You've got obviously Kevin uh, Durant, Devin Booker, DeAndre Ayton, Chris Paul. Those four, there's not a lot of depth on this team, but those four, if healthy, are going to be impossible to guard them all. I don't know how these matchups are going to work. I don't know how Golden State's going to be able to defend them. I think the Clippers are probably the best team to be able to defend them, but even them will have, even they will have some problems, right? You've got KD, Chris Paul, and Devin Booker who can all bring the ball up as well. That changes how defenses want to attack and double-team them. I think Phoenix... It makes sense that they're the favorite, right? And, you know, Kevin Durant's health and Chris Paul's health matter a lot in terms of the grand scheme and things. But, yeah, I think it changed the entire complexion of the West. And then the Mavs are going to be right there in the middle of things. I'd love to see a Phoenix-Dallas first round, four or five. That's what I want to see. Um, I don't know if that's necessarily going to be what happens because the Kings have one of the hardest schedules coming down this stretch. So maybe they move to four and maybe we get a Kings-Dallas First round matchup, which would also be awesome. We saw them play two nights ago or three nights ago, and it came down to the wire. That would be a really, like, a, a lot of offense, not a lot of defense in a playoff series. And then I think Mike Conley a little bit uh, fixes the Wolves. I think that he's going to instill some playmaking on a team that had almost none.
0: Some purple beam action there mixed in with some other teams. So, yeah. what are you doing next week?
1: What am I doing next week? Can I... uh, I'm not going to. The All-Star Game, but other than that, I'm around.
0: You're hosting your show at National Harbor?
1: No, I'll be uh, in D.C. Are you coming to D.C., though? Yes,
0: I'll be there next week.
1: Well, then let's get lunch or something. Let's do it. All right. We'll get we'll get you some tacos. Let's,
2: let's <laughs> don't feel compelled to invite me. I'm not <laughs> yeah. on this trip. Purple so Orchid. I, I, well, I know you're sure.
1: not on this trip, Bulldog. Well, <laughs> if you were, you would be invited. Also, you've never hit me up one time to say you were coming to D.C., or wanting any recommendations for anything, no. you've never reached out to me individually on the text chain. So maybe if you want a better relationship, maybe yep. it's a two-way street. I gotta that. work. I know. I gotta work. I gotta
2: work a little. I I'm hear not,
0: I'm not sure. Not asking for a recommendation isn't better than asking for a recommendation and not taking it,
2: ignoring it. But right. I
0: appreciate the the you know. Right. Look, you're. you're Pushing them a little bit, and I like that.
2: I mean, I could, I, I could ask you for recommendations. I'm not going to use like Mike, but I, you know, I'm, I'm more real than that. I'm right. not going, I'm not going to front he like was that.
1: Planning, <laughs> he was planning. to use them. I am certain.
0: He was. I was. That's right.
1: He was.
0: Trista, thank you. Uh, look forward to our next chat.
1: All right, talk soon.
0: Trista Crick, the host of BetMGM Tonight, Odyssey Sports Betting Insider, Insider Calls presented by BetMGM. Go check out all of the latest lines today on the BetMGM app. Mike Schoep and the Bulldog here with Sam Monson to recap the Super Bowl and the NFL season coming up in 15 minutes or a little more. This is WGR.
1: Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day. Brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network.